This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we are coming to you live. From the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you want to adjust your loan options in real time, brother, remember this. Rocket can. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Send the tweets. Send the hot takes at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. We got Worker Shoot coming up. We got Jason Cole joining us on the show. We'll talk NFL with him. I know a bad investment when I see it. We'll talk about that. And it is the Masters. But it is also the weekend of WrestleMania. I like wrestling. It's no secret I like the history of wrestling. I like wrestling because I think it's it's American. It's inherently American. I think it's a celebration of America. I think that everything that goes with it is one of the fun things about it, how you can take something that that is entertainment, draw draw money out of it, draw human emotion out of it, draw human interest out of it. It's it's a real life superhero. I think it's one of the best things that we do. I really do. In, in our history. Like, you look at some of the guys and some people, ah, they think one thing about wrestling, they think another thing about wrestling. Like, you look at a guy, and I played the Ric Flair music. I love Ric Flair. Ric Flair is probably one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. And I think he is maybe the finest, one of the finest American entertainers ever. And you think about how long, he's 70-something years old now, and his longevity how Ric Flair is now famous for being Ric Flair, his history for what he is, for what he said. I love. It's part of the reason I just love wrestling. It's part of the reason because I love America so much is part of the reason I love wrestling. To talk about that wrestling, a person who loves it even more than me, Vic Joseph, WWE commentator. You find him on NXT. You find him on Twitter at Vic Joseph WWE. He used to be my coworker. He now does much better than me. Vic Joseph joins me on the show. Hello. That's probably one of the nicest things you've ever said, Ken. I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. Uh, what question did I ask you yesterday you don't want me to ask you today? Oh, whatever you want to ask me, because I just want to let your you sure? listeners know on, on, on wherever they're listening across the country that when Ken Carmen tells you that he's going to do something, he does it. This is no BS. I'm literally standing right now inside Raymond James Stadium looking at the WrestleMania entrance, <laughs> the, the banners, the pageantry, I'm trying to see if they can do sound checks so your listeners know that I am where you say I am, that you are bringing them live coverage of the greatest live event in sports and entertainment. This is incredible. This is incredible. We got two nights, by the way. Two nights. Is, uh, two so, nights, yep. So I guess since you're there, and remember, uh, now, there's certain – I told the story last week. I don't know if Vic's allowed to tell it this week. Can we tell the story about your grandfather's ashes in the urn? Uh, man. I'll tell man. it later. Sure, I'll you know, tell it later. Tell it later when I'm not here. And whatever he tells you, it's 100% true. <laughs> hey, by the way, do you know who followed me on social media? Who? Stone Cold ET. Did he really? 
Yeah, I, I woke up. I was so the, the, the two people that I've gotten so the most excited about Bernie Kosar and Stone Cold E.T. Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> and Undertaker. You don't know what it is. Look it up. <laughs> yes, YouTube Stone Cold E.T. after this interview. But you have to listen to Vic Joseph, WWE commentator, with me right now. So you you created controversy yesterday. I asked you the most overrated wrestler ever, and you said Scott Steiner. Have you rethought your yep. position? Uh, no, I have not. Um, Why? I think the uh, Sid Justice comment or Sid Vicious comment could be could be relative. Uh, I just I don't know. I, look, professional wrestling to me, Ken, it's an art, and art is looked at differently by whomever's looking at it. Right? What yeah. you think is beautiful, I'm not going to think is beautiful. What you think is a good play on the football field, I'm not going to think is a good play on the football field. So for me, as a wrestling fan. Just never did it. Just never did it for me. And by the way, I don't know if you could hear the headset test. Literally standing it. right now in the middle of WrestleMania just for you, Ken Carmen. I can hear it. This is incredible. Yes, yeah, Sid Vicious, very good softball player, not so great with a pair of scissors. We move on. So WrestleMania starts today. It's a two-day event. Mm-hmm. What are we going to see if we tune in on Peacock, buddy? I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I don't want to you know, say, oh, it's going to be the greatest show and this and that. This is normal. This is this is us for the first time giving back to our fan base, to the WWE Universe, to the world, a little bit of normal, as you like to call a little bit of Americana. There's going to be uh, WWE members of the universe in Raymond James Stadium. There's going to be pyro. I'm looking at a ship that was built that is taller than the size of the Raymond James Stadium sign right now. That's how high this stage is. Uh, the pyrotechnics, the, the pageantry. Uh, BBA Rex is opening the show with America the Beautiful. Wale is going to perform this weekend. Bad Bunny's here who just won a Grammy. He's going to perform this weekend. We are trying to get back to normal, and this is our first step. We haven't had fans in over a year. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. That's what excites me the most is that we're going to have 20, 25, 30,000 fans here letting them forget about reality letting them escape their everyday lives today and tomorrow it's us getting back to normal that's what i can guarantee everybody and you just heard the pyro test yeah hear this ken you might get the pyro coming off here we go oh i'm loving it can i I ask you another thing here can i can i ask you another thing because yeah. I hear I hear Bruce Pritchard talk about the fans and how they're the, the live focus group right then and there. Be, I'm sure it was really awkward at first with no fans, and then you guys put the TV cameras around and everything to try to make – will it be a little awkward getting used – like the first ones out – I don't want to call them curtain jerkers, that sounds mean, but the first ones out for the first night of WrestleMania, will it be a little bit – will it throw them off a little bit that there's actually fans in the arena for the fir- or in the uh, stadium for the first time in a year? I don't think so, Ken. And here, here's something for you and your listeners. I have the opening match to WrestleMania tonight, WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. So we're starting out with a bang. And I can't wait to hear the crowd reaction, good or bad. It's going to be amazing. That is the most exciting part to me, dude. And I'm getting goosebumps. It's coming through my tuxedo right now, is the reaction when the show starts to hear the fans. And I don't think anyone's going to be caught off guard because we've all been waiting patiently. We've all been salivating for it. I did NXT. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, right? Yeah. There was 200 people in there. It seemed like 50,000. They were just so hungry and thirsty to be out and, and, and have a little bit of, of, norm, of normal life, normal day-to-day that they remember. I can't wait for that first reaction. I don't think the, the boys or the locker room is going to get caught off guard. I think we've all been waiting for this moment. And I think they will take a second to step back and – We'll, we'll soak it in a little bit more. I think that's what you're going to see. If anybody's caught off guard, 
It's going to be those guys coming through that curtain and getting hit with that, that raw motion from the WWE Universe that's going to stop them in their tracks. Vic Joseph joining us, WWE commentator, uh, NXT. Find him on Twitter, at Vic Joseph WWE. Tell me about how much the women's division has evolved. What's been the key to unlocking it over really the last decade? Because, you know, when I started working with you, like, like the women's matches, and I don't mean anything negative here, but there was a lot of people going, oh, okay, I'm going to go get some popcorn. I'm going to get some... I'm going to get something to drink. Now it's it's completely changed over the last decade. It's become the highlight. We we it's been the Rust it's been the WrestleMania main event now. What has been the catalyst to that and how why how has it grown so much over the last decade? Well, it's the WrestleMania main event tonight too, Ken. It's going to be Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's title in the main event. First time ever. It's just a one-on-one women's main event. No triple threat, no fatal four-way, one-on-one first time ever. And it Really, to me, I think you can start looking back at a number of different things. You, you can talk about uh, the women's evolution, the first ever pay-per-view we did as a company. Talk about Ronda Rousey coming in, maybe some people say legitimizing it. The fact is, is there are a number of women that can compete in the ring and that can do moves and that can draw the emotion that you talked about just as good as the men. And we're seeing a whole new generation of that coming up with whether it's Charlotte Flair, whether it's Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Bailey, the list goes on and they have now set a new standard and that standard is now being topped by the new generation that's coming up. I don't think there's one single point that you, I could really put my finger on, to be honest, Ken, and I'm not trying to BS with you. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's a magnitude and a culmination of a lot of things and I think it's the culmination of a lot of great individual talent that finally is being able to blossom into their own WrestleMania moments. What's your favorite WrestleMania match of all time? WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. I will say that with no hesitation. What about you? I still say, even though I well, I was alive for it, um, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. Wow, oh, wow, that's that's a really good one. And I also want to let you listeners know this, too, about Ken what? Carmen. Oh, if please. you tune in to After the Bell, which is the podcast that Corey Graves and I do. That is what we call a cheap plug in the business, right, Ken? Yep. On Spotify Music. I use a lot of Ken Carmenisms and a lot of the way you interview. So I want to thank you for that. Woo! And I want to do it publicly on your stage. Yeah! Okay, I'm into that. Thank you very much. That's a cheap pop from me. That's something you use in your business. Okay, can I give you my top five real quick? I should have given you Piernos, too. Oh, I, know I completely forgot. I, yeah. Dude, I completely forgot. You had a great list, by the way, of finishing moves. I don't know who did the finishing moves with you. His list was not so good. Your list was awesome. Uh, he was upset. He ago. was upset you were critical of that. He was upset. Yeah, I didn't like his list. Nope. Your list was great, and the reason is, is because kids dream of those moves. No kid woke up on a Saturday morning with their younger brother and said, can't wait to hit you with the Yokozuna bonsai drop. No disrespect to Yokozuna. Got an Icons documentary on the WWE Network, which is on Peacock, another cheap plug. But, yeah, your list was phenomenal. Another cheap plug. Let's add another cheap plug to it. It's actually really, really good. It's a really good documentary. I, I watched the whole thing. WWE documentaries tend to be long, but they all tend to be good. They're all good, and that one was really, really good. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Number, number five. Go. Yep. I'm going to go in descending order, or technically ascending. Number five, uh, Hogan Andre, for what it okay. did for the business, for what it did for wrestling, okay? Hogan Andre's number five. And I want to know from you. Do you think Bobby the Brain was cognizant of that time, his personal history, raised by his mother and his aunts and had to quit school to help his mother out, that type of thing, to now where he is 
at the pinnacle of sports entertainment where he's riding on that on that cart with <laughs> one of the greatest entertainers ever in Andre the Giant. Did, did, did the enormity hit him, do you think? I think it has to. I remember the first WrestleMania I did, I was left in awe of looking at the seat that I was yeah. sitting in four years prior when I was there as a fan. So I have to agree with you on that, yes. And, by the way, I would say that that matchup, uh, for all intents and purposes, would have not have put WrestleMania where WrestleMania is today if that moment had not happened. So that's a phenomenal top five selection. Okay, number four. By the way, Jason, Jason Jordan, Ken Carmen just said hi. Jason Jordan. Jason would be super Jordan, we just, say just hello to you. you. I'm popping. Here we go. Number four, <laughs> Hardy Boys, Dudley's, Edge and Christian, X7, the tables, uh, the ladder match, I beg your pardon. 100% yes. revolutionized okay. the ladder match. Another great selection. All right, number three, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. I, I think that one's a little high. That one's oh, okay for a top wow. five, but I, I think that one's a little high. I would have put the previous two above that. Okay, okay, here we go. My number two, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and then number one, Steamboat, Macho Man. I think those are all great selections, and it's interesting, too, that two of those matches are from the same WrestleMania. That's true. Yeah, WrestleMania three. You know, so it, that just shows what this event can do, the annals of time, the memories that it created, and how long it lives on, that two of your top five matches are from WrestleMania three from the late 80s. Um, I, I think it's put, a phenomenal list. I think number three is a little too high. I wanted to put Hercules Hernandez and Billy Jack Haynes in there, but I didn't want you to think I'm No, so I wrong. can't give you the quote that follows that because I know where you're exactly. trying to go, and I would lose No, I, I wasn't that, even that trying to. not an honorable mention. I did not I did not mean to do that. For the record, I did not mean to do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a story from the old days. All right, Vic, I, I'm going to let man. you go here in a minute. No, I, I, Final plugs. Go ahead, final cheap plugs. Let's hear it. Come on. We got to WrestleMania me. tonight, WrestleMania tomorrow, an event so big it needs two nights exclusively on Peacock. You do not have Peacock. PeacockTV.com backslash WWE, the only place to watch WrestleMania. Do not miss the historic event. Let us bring you back to some normalcy. Bring back Americana, as Ken Carmen says, and we uh, hope to give you a show like you have never seen before. Vic, Joseph, WWE. Vic, take care, buddy. Thanks, Ken. Talk to you later. See you soon, my friend. See you soon, buddy. Vic Joseph, WWE commentator, NXT. Find him on Twitter, at Vic Joseph, WWE. We got the tournament unlike any other, a, a tradition unlike any other, the Masters here on CBS. We have WrestleMania tonight and tomorrow. Match is so nice, they have to do it twice with WrestleMania. I love Vic. I've worked with Vic a long time. I've known Vic a long time. Very, very proud of him uh, in the same vein. If, if I were doing a top five commentators, I have to put Vic in a different category because I know him so well personally. It would have to be, you know, I, I, I love Lance Russell from the old days. Jim Ross will be number one because it's Jim Ross, and Jim Ross is a great guy and, and obviously a legend in my generation. Uh, Vince McMahon's actually grown on me over time. Connor doesn't know any of these guys. Pirino is probably sitting there just trying, dying, wanting to talk about this. Connor, do you know any of the people I'm mentioning right now? I know Vince McMahon. I know The Rock and uh, Hulk Hogan. Those are some of the names that I know, but not the names you're referencing. Bruno Sammartino. Now, my dad's a huge wrestling fan, so he loved really? Bruno San Martino. So I, I don't wow. know him, but I know the name. Wahoo McDaniel. Never heard of him. Macho Man Randy Savage. I've heard that one. I've heard that I one. I met Macho Man at a Food for Less in Massillon, Ohio. I've told the story thousands of times. He was so nice. I did not meet him at the Waffle House 
Was it Georgia where he got the fist fight at? And the guy tried to stab him? I didn't meet him in that Waffle House. He was in a much better mood after that. I met him at a Food for Less in Massillon, Ohio. He was great. Got his autograph. Are you being good for your dad there, brother? Mm-hmm. You getting good grades, little guy? Mm-hmm. First name Macho, last name Man. So uh, Now I'm doing an impression of Bruce Pritchard doing an impression of Macho Man. Sorry. 855-2124-CBS. I like old-style wrestling. And I, part of the reason that WrestleMania 25 and Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker are so good is that it holds my kids' attention. My sons love the entrances. They love Shawn Michaels. They love The Undertaker coming down the ramp. He rises up from the bottom because he's coming from the depths of hell. You know, as Jim Ross would say, so good. So good. So what a great weekend. Got the Masters, got NASCAR tonight, got the first night of WrestleMania. I'm busting everybody. 855-2124-CBS. Coming up, I got to get to golf, and I got to tell you why. I think golf's perfectly fine. It doesn't need Tiger, but it helps. That and Jason Cole, 1240 p.m. Eastern. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show. You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. On CBS Sports Radio. The Masters on CBS is brought to you by AT&T, by IBM, by Mercedes-Benz, and international partners UPS, and Rolex. Hello, friends again. Jim Nance here with you. Donnie Pepper down at Amen Corner. We'll check in with here momentarily. It is a tradition unlike any others. It is the Masters, only on CBS. What a great weekend. Connor, what a great weekend. You going to do work or shoot today? We going to do this? I got a little work or shoot. I'm glad. I'm glad to have Connor back. Glad to have you guys back here in America. What a weekend in America this is. Feels like we're back, folks. Had opening day over this last week. Got work or shoot with Connor back. My boy, my boy is back. He was gone two weeks. They massacred him. He's back. We got the Masters. We got WrestleMania. This is just what a great day. Got got Martinsville tonight. As long as it doesn't rain. It's a great day, damn it. It's a great day. 855-2124-CBS. I rolled my eyes. I rolled my eyes very hard over the beginning of the week. And the reason I did it is because the first things I started to see, the Masters without Tiger. Okay, all right. We got, like, I feel bad that he got in a car accident too. I do. I'm not, I'm not anti-Tiger guy. I was... I had a conversation with my co-host earlier this week. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go completely off here. I had a conversation with my co-host earlier this week, and he mentioned about some of the things that he gets guff for. And he goes, you know, I look at some of the mentions from people, and these are 20 year olds sending stuff. And our sports takes change over time. You know, I know a lot more about some of the personal lives of pro athletes than I did when the Tiger Woods fiasco went down in what 2009. I, w- I was just starting out in radio. In 2009, it wasn't that terribly long ago, but I was a much younger guy than I am now. And I, I look at it now, if, if this all happened with Tiger Woods now, I don't condone running around on your wife. I don't condone giving 
sandwich gift cards to Perkins waitresses as a thanks for the evening. Like, I, I don't condone any of that type of thing. Some of that is silly and kind of gross. But, no, I don't find myself, how could Tiger Woods lie to me like that? No, he's a, he's a rich professional athlete. Rich professional athletes, especially PGA golfers, eh, yeah, tend to mess around. Tend to fool around. Tend to do it. Don't condone it. Can't condone it. Won't condone it. But they tend to do that. And so I feel di- now that I've grown, and while I, I don't accept that and I don't encourage that type of behavior, I've grown to understand that that's what goes along with the territory with some, with some of those folks. There are guys who, who, are, who are good and the dog stays on the porch, but there's many who don't. And it's not about being cynical. It's just about being honest. I, I wonder if I was 34-year-old Ken with a family, what I would say about Tiger Woods if if it happened now. I'm not one of the guys who are upset. I'm not one of the guys who are overly dramatic and loving of Tiger Woods. I know what he means to the PGA. I know what he means to professional golf. And really, I go back to when I was a kid. I, Fred Couples, God love him, didn't get me into golf. Hale Irwin didn't get me into golf. John Daly, as much as I love John Daly, and as he's actually a pretty good country singer, Hit It Hard is a great song. As much as I really like John Daly, he didn't get me into golf. Tiger Woods got me into golf. Tiger Woods got my buddies into it. He got us all making golf courses in the backyards, hitting through the houses, all that stuff. That's what he did. My my buddy's dad down the street was a mechanic. My other buddy's dad was a pharmacist. My dad worked as a butcher for 41 years. We're not golfers. They're not golfing folks. My neighborhood was not like that. So Tiger brought that in. That's not lost on me. But I do. I, I start to roll my eyes because at some point, you we have to move on and think that, hey, I hope he's okay. I hope he can live the rest of his life with with, with decent Physical movement, maybe he can play golf again in a, not in a professional sense, but he can recreate and, and coach his son. And I saw the same images you did with him and his son. As a father and many fathers out there, you know, that makes you feel good. That makes you feel nice. I know plenty of guys who are not the best husbands, but they're very good fathers. And, and I think that that still makes you not perfect, but it makes it okay. And I, that, that spoke to me. But I also know that golf's still great, and golf can move on. As a person who's a fan of another niche sport, golf I know being a niche sport, but something that a lot of people participate in, and to a record, we had Jimmy Hanlon on about this from Bally Sports just over an hour ago and mentioned that the sales from last year in the sport of golf with equipment, balls, tee times, everything, were the highest they were since the golf boom in 96 because of Tiger Woods. Pandemics and being able to play the one thing you can outside and sort of social it did help golf, and maybe it will help these ratings, but I don't need to sit here and, and weep at the the TV ratings casket of what Tiger Woods brought to, brought to the PGA. I don't need to do that anymore. If the PGA, yeah, ratings are going to go down. If the PGA still enjoys a lot of people playing golf or picking up the game like they never have before, guys like my son who like to hit it around and maybe play a little bit of golf, Guys like me who I can't get out of the course very much. I've got three small children, but I play when I can. And because I like sports, I'm going to watch golf, especially when the NFL isn't on and when college football isn't on. I'm going to watch it. We're going to do okay. You know, it's not like NASCAR where a lot of people, and I love NASCAR, I can't just go out and go 
get a race car and, and, and go around and race mini stocks over at Sharon Speedway. I, I can't just pick that up and do that. I can go get some clubs and try to end up on a golf course if I make the proper arrangements right after this show if I try. That's an advantage that golf has. In a lot of ways, golf is stuffy. Golf, Professional golf is stuffy. The Masters is the stuffiest of what it gets, but that is part of the allure. These people live differently from us. So my challenge is it, it's not about, is golf dead without Tiger? Who's the next Tiger? What can they do without Tiger? Life moves on. And I think we can all be realistic and say that Tiger was a force of nature that was a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence and something that we are not going to see. But golf, going back to what golf is, can still draw plenty of ratings, can, can still draw plenty of sponsors like the ones I just mentioned as a goof at the beginning, which are literal sponsors of, of the PGA and literal sponsors of the Masters. So I think it'll be fine. It's a challenge to myself and others like, hey, it'll be nice when he gets up and moving again. It'll be nice, hopefully, when he's he can come and be part of the ceremony again. That That's part of the fun of golf. Nostalgia of certain golfers is, is fun. It makes the game and certainly makes the Masters. But I don't need to sit here and spend every single major is golf what it is without Tiger. I did that years ago, did it years after that, did it years after that, and I've gotten sick and tired of it over the last couple. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Still paying attention to the Masters. We'll keep you updated throughout. Got WrestleMania coming up this weekend. Got people calling in. Also, got Jason Cole, Bleacher Report. We'll talk to Sean Watson, whether or not he can be traded. According to Tom Pelissero, teams are still calling the Houston Texans to see if they could trade for Deshaun Watson. All that, and maybe I'm wrong about Justin Fields and Mac Jones. I'll discuss that with Jason Cole coming up next. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Right now, it's the latest sports update with the always sensational Marco Belletti. You're listening to Ken Carmen. CBS Sports Radio. This is how you know Connor doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground when it comes to wrestling. Connor, I know you're trying, and I love you, babe. You know I love you, and I know you're trying. But this is the Macho Man's theme. We don't have any Macho Man. You don't have any cream of the crop if you're going to play over that. I didn't see anything, I just, so I went with Ric Flair instead. Oh, unjustifiably put in a position I'd rather not be in. Huh? I mean, I still like, don't get me wrong, I still like the Four Horsemen. I mean, that's as, that's as good as it gets. My goal is to get wiener dogs and to name them Tully and Arn. I don't know if Liz will go for it. We'll see. Let's go to the hotline. I like playing pop and circumstance for this guy anyway. Jason Cole joins us right now. Florida Football Insiders. Find him on Twitter. At Jason Cole 62 author of now seven books. His latest, I believe, the Elway, A Relentless Life book, which I hear is very, very good. I didn't get a copy of it, Jason. Why? Um, it's called Amazon. Yeah, I'm cheap. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm there. sorry. It's yeah. There. <laughs> It's there, all right. Jason Cole joining us on 
this show, Florida Football Insiders. It's wonderful to have you again, my friend. Um, are you a wrestling fan or a golf fan? It's a big weekend for either one. Uh, no, and extremely no. Not a big golf fan at all? No, unless Tiger's playing because I'm a Stanford guy. Okay. <laughs> I just did a segment before you came on. It golf doesn't need ti- – I mean, it helps, but it doesn't need Tiger anymore. I mean, it's it's never going to be the way it was, and here you are. Well, we're, we're over that's, two. I mean, that's just the way the – way, that's just like – it's it's yeah, you got, you, if you're going to watch, you're going to watch that guy because you have – because, number one, he's amazing, number two, or was. And, number two, I have an affiliation, you know, mm-hmm. distance, but an affiliation, yes. Jason Cole with us on the show. So what do you do on this weekend? If, if it's not wrestling or if it's not golf, what do you watch? Baseball. I can do baseball. Who's your favorite baseball team? I've never even asked you. The Los Angeles Dodgers. I grew up in uh, Los Angeles, North Hollywood, specifically Studio City, that area. And um, you can go back to the, uh, the first great infield I remember watching was uh, Lopes, Russell, Say, and Garvey. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's my, that's my era right there. What do you say? What do you say to fans who say that the world series is not a real world? Don't hang up on me. I just, not what, what, that that the world series that was just one is not, you know, because of the pandemic, not a, not a, you want, you still want, uh, uh, you want to have your FCC license, right? (laughs) <laughs> I I just wanted to know what you say. That's all I. That's all I wanted. Just, to I'm just saying. Like uh, we just, you know, like there. The if if we go there, if we go there, you very likely could be shut down. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Just just <sighs> saying. It. Hey, so hey you, look. What you know? We lost to Houston. Oh, okay. Gosh. Yeah. So, that's right. Okay, we lost to Houston. Yeah. Trash can, trash cans, and all. Okay, and and by the way, and then you know, like you, you Darvish having to throw a ball where the seams were were sewn flat, that was good. You know, a guy who depends on a slider. You know, they 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 sew they sew the ball with the seams flat, so it's like a cue ball trying to throw it. You can't you can't get any movement on it, and they, they turn that into home run home run derby in uh, Houston, along with the fact that the Astros were cheating. Cheating, I'm going to not say it. Jason Cole joining us on the show. Hardcore Dodger fan Jason Cole joining us on the show. Lakers, too. Lakers, Dodgers. Oh, wow. Do you consider LeBron a real Laker? No Rams. No Rams. Why not? They left town. Oh, so when they left town, you were no longer a Rams fan, even though they're bad? Correct. Correct. Yep. I was a Rams fan. I was a big-time Rams fan, like – I'm, you know, James Harris was uh, was fun to watch at quarterback. Pat Hayden was not fun to watch at quarterback. Um, so yeah, I was I was a Rams fan. They're very frustrating losing those games, to, those playoff games to uh, Minnesota and Dallas during the '70s during my childhood. That's that was bad. It was really bad. Um, so yeah, they broke my heart a bunch of times. Vince Ferragamo, uh, fun for a second. Um, but yeah, like once you leave town, like, and, and let me just put it this way. It's not even the one where they left for St. Louis. Yeah. It started with leaving for Anaheim. Really? It started then? Anaheim, Anaheim ain't LA. Okay. Anaheim's the 
Like, that's like somebody um, who's, you know, it's like if you're in Cleveland and the team says, oh, we're going to play in Youngstown, you should still still be a fan. See, I was going to use that example. I was going to say, well, Orchard Park isn't Buffalo. It's close. Yeah, it's, it's that's close enough. That that because really, because then the, hence the question: What is Buffalo? And that's both a, a real question and, and sort of esoteric question. I think it's a state of mind, if you ask me. <laughs> um, Jason Cole joining us on the show. That's see, I, I shouldn't have said wow. I shouldn't have been that surprised because you know I. I'm from Cleveland, you know that, Jason, and I, I mean, I've had plenty of calls. Not as many now that the Browns were 11-5 and five and made the playoffs last year and beat the Steelers in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. when things weren't very good in Cleveland, there were plenty of people who said that they stopped being Browns fans when the Browns left and went to Baltimore and they didn't care about the team coming back. So that that's not that shouldn't be as surprising as I, as I made it out to be, now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, let me add, go ahead. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll agree with that. Jason Cole joining us on the show. Is there any chance, like, I, I heard Tom Pelissero, and he's just reporting what he's told, the same thing with Ian Rappaport and a couple other guys, that teams are still nibbling around and, and trying to figure out what the Houston Texans want to do about trading for Deshaun Watson. I'm going, how, how on earth could anybody trade for Deshaun Watson right now? How, like, I, I don't know if he's ever going to be able to play football again by the time this all is, is all said and done. I don't know how you could trade for the guy. Because he's I mean, he's going to play football again, and I, I, look, this is really um, roguish behavior. But I'm not sure any of it's criminal. Does that make make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, is it disgusting? Is it like? Seriously, dude, 40 massage therapists and however many times. I mean, you got, you know, you're like kind of a serial stalker kind of dude. Well, like he also had, he also yeah, had 18 like, that like, were willing to take up for him. And I, the first thought comes around, like, how many massage therapists could uh, one person possibly need? So that's well, always ugly, too. Especially when you're in that position in life is how many weird people do you want to? And I don't mean to say that uh, that came out completely wrong. I, I apologize for that. Um, Go ahead. How how many people do you want to bring into your life who you may not trust, right? Like, you're just bringing in more people into your life who might accuse you of something. Mm -hmm. And then on top of the fact that you're doing something, again, boorish. I mean, if you're asking for sex, right? There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's forcing it upon somebody is bad um and the ma- the asking at that level that many off that many times now we're starting to dabble in you know um suspendable um suspendable kind of behavior but it's still not quite criminal if what rusty harden is saying is that um this is all consensual and who's to say it was or it wasn't Mm-hmm. then we're not talking about something suspendable. It's just kind of it's cre it's a little creepy. Yeah. Jason Cole joining us on the show. No, you're right about that. I know that the uh the Houston Police Department is trying to get their their hands around it a little bit, but they're still kind of in the dark about this. So, you're right about that. Like if they were able to get this thing cuz I I talked to some people in Houston over this week. They said, you know, they're they're looking at a settlement. 
One host believes it could be settled by the end of the month, which would be a surprise to me, but still. Say this thing gets settled. Say this thing gets settled in June, right? Mm-hmm. All right. No no criminal complaints or no criminal charges, I should say, against if there's no criminal charges against Deshaun Watson. And then he, it's up to the NFL. It's up to Roger Goodell. What teams call about Deshaun Watson? Are the Eagles involved? Are the Panthers back in? Because I thought the Panthers would be in, and then they traded for Sam Darn. I said, they must know something there. That's That throws me off. Go ahead. Um, no, the Eagles would still be in on that one. Um, if you're the Dolphins, you're still kind of thinking about it. If you're Denver, you're thinking about it pretty strongly too, right? I mean, anybody who needs a quarterback – why wouldn't you be thinking about Deshaun Watson if this could be figured out? And the thing about it is you might get him at a slightly cheaper price. Yeah. And this is actually, in some ways, this whole controversy has sort of greased the wheels for the Texans to trade him and get less than what Detroit got for Stafford, which at the time that that trade was made, we all thought that that was the benchmark that they better get more than that, right? Mm-hmm. That Houston has to get more and way more for Watson than Detroit got for Stafford. And now you might be able to say, well, you know, uh, there are problems here. We really had to, you know, move on for him, from him. And that takes Casario off the hook a little bit. It's a, You know, it's taken – look – I can't even remember the name of the guy. Oh, Jack Easterby. Like, yep. Jack Easterby should be, like, doing cartwheels right now over this whole Deshaun Watson thing going, thank God somebody took me off the hook for a while here in Houston. Jason Cole, Florida Football Insider, is also an author, joining us on the show. That now, See, I love doing interviews with you, but I know that I'm up against a hard break, and i got three minutes. Okay. Because it just it turns into a bull session with you. But I have to ask you this before I go. I, I love it. It's a, it's a great thing. It's a conversation. It's not even an interview. I love it. Thank you. I, let me ask you about Bill Belichick. LeVar Arrington said that he should be on the hot seat. My first reaction was, come on. And my second reaction was, you know what? We have short memories in the NFL, and I wonder what we might be thinking about Bill Belichick if he can't really get his quarterback. I wonder what we're going to be thinking about him in December. And more importantly, what is Robert Kraft thinking? Yeah. Right, especially if if especially if Tom Brady's back in the playoffs again, right? Mm-hmm. And the Buccaneers are rolling. Because I will say there was one conversation years ago um between uh, it was at least, you know, Kraft and one other and I don't know if it was a group of owners or you know like three or four of them or just him and one other owner. I, I don't know how the story went. But one owner said, "Why do you put up with this and how long are you going to put up with, you know, when Belichick was, you know, in the middle of being kind of incorrigible and hard to deal with, which is, you know, pretty much all the time. And Kraft said, until he stops winning. So look, Kraft, Kraft has put up with a lot. He's managed to navigate a lot of, you know, ill will along the way between Belichick and a lot of people, you know, primarily Brady. And that was to be expected. They did last 20 years together, so that was commendable. But, you know, there was a lot to navigate, and I think that Belichick has made it kind of easy if Kraft wants to say, I've had enough and I want to move on. Jason, I, got, I, wish, I, I wish I had more time. You know this. I have to end it mm-hmm. here. Fall, uh, right, uh, go buy his book. It's on Amazon. He told me at the beginning of it. I'm an idiot. John, I didn't John even Elway, it. A Relentless Life. 
Maybe you'll buy it even today and have it ordered and sent to your house. And, you know, we'll talk about it next time on the show. I'm pretty cheap, Jason. And I barely know how to read. How much? How many, how many spots have I done over the years? For Damn it. Okay, you guilted me. I'm buying the damn thing, all right? There you go. There we go. Yep. There you go. Jason Cole. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter, at JasonCole62. <laughs> Have a great day, buddy. You too, dude. Later. Bye. See ya. Jason Cole. Florida Football Insiders. Follow him on Twitter. He got me. He told it. How many spots has he done for free? Fine, I'll buy the damn thing. I don't even know how much the book is. I'm sure it's a good book. It's a book about John Elway. I'm from Cleveland. He he got me twice. John Elway, A Relentless Life. Oh, that's not much. 20 bucks? That's easy. All right, fine. I'll buy the damn thing. 855-2124-CBS. During the break, I'm going to end up buying a book. I had a book. It's got to be better. I was given a book once by Freddie Kitchens. So it's got to be better than that one. It's called Ego is the Enemy. It wasn't by Freddie Kitchens. He just gave me the book. So I got that going for me. I'll have a book that's written by Jason Cole. I'm going to have to have him sign it next time we can all see each other again. And then I'll have that. I asked him the Belichick question for a reason. We got the Masters. We got WrestleMania. We'll talk about all those things over the final hour. I got people on hold. Brandon and Ben are the longest ones on hold. I'm going to get to you guys, I promise. Also, there's a fine line between stupid and brilliant. In the NFL, that line is one offseason wide. Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tune in.com or download the tune in app to start listening